hello everybody, welcome to episode 149, that's 149, it's the Ines Wolves Podcast, I'm your host Nathan Judah, and you are listening to this episode on someone's wedding day, it is the groom-to-be, the groom this afternoon, the nervous man from his hotel room, Mr. Joe Edwards. Oh, you're getting married in the morning. Da, 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 da. Oh, yes, yes, I am. So I cannot, I cannot believe that you're getting married today because this podcast is going out on Friday. Yes, and uh, and the first thing you've done on your wedding day is do an ENS Wolves poddy dedication. It's um, unbelievable, mate. I mean, the missus could be absolutely fuming. She, she's getting, she's going through hair. She's going through makeup. She's going through the whole shebang, making sure the dress is ready. Yeah. You, you, don't, you, don't, you don't know where your jacket is. Your, 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 your trousers are too high up. They need to be let down. You need a shave. You don't smell great. You've got to get straight in the shower. But no, no, no. Microphone on. ENS Walls podcast. There you go, mate. The, talk about commitment to the cause. No, it's unbelievable, mate. How how uh, how are the nerves at this present moment? I mean, for for people who are Joe isn't doing it this morning. He's doing he's doing it um, uh, twenty four hours before uh, before the big day. Um, but you know, I mean, I must admit, you're you're a cool, calm, collected customer. Um, the best of times and the worst of times. The first uh, when I spoke to you a couple of hours ago, first signs of um, a little bit of. A little bit of stress, mm, a little yeah. bit of nerves. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. It has crept in this week. Um, it's just gonna be married soon. Hope everybody turns up. It's been a, it's been pretty hectic. Yeah. Um, but I'm, 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 are you I on think, top of it? Are you on top yeah, of it? Yeah, yeah, we am. To be fair. And For me, mate, as long as you turn up and you're not looking as scruffy as hell, and which you've isn't got a guarantee. Rings, yeah, not a guarantee. And you've got rings. I think you're good, really. I think everything else you can give or take. Kind I mean, of I, did have, I, did, I did have Baloo walking down the aisle, you know, on my wedding day, uh, Pomeranian based. So, I, mean, I can, I can. Lo- anyone else who wants a wants a wedding, I can loan out a Pomeranian or two for a decent price. Um, but you know, apart from that, you don't need confetti, mate. You don't need. You don't even need your boy. You, just need, you need to be there. Turn up on time. You know, check the breath. Have a mentho. Have an extra, and you're good to go. Uh, I, I will do. Um, I mean, like you know, this is oh at the time God, of this mate. coming out. Oh my, I'm sorry. I've just looked at my down at my pants, and uh, I'm going to the gym after this. And Stitch has obviously eaten a piece of material out my crotch. And uh, I'm all, I'm all, um, I'm all hanging out, mate. It's not a good situation. I would take a picture, but um, I feel like I might be, I might get my P45 the next morning. It's not a good situation. Has oh, that actually goodness. happened? Mate, I swear down. I, I won't even, can't even send you a picture, but let's just say, um, let's just say it's a little bit windy downstairs. Oh, Christ. Oh, what, an e- what an intro. What an intro. Um... Anyway, where we? Yeah, so, so, you, mate, you'll be fine. The thing is, you can't relax until after you've done your speech. I feel like when you've done your speech, you get married, you've still got the speech to do. It's still in the mm. back of your mind. You eat, you don't really taste it because you know it's got to come. Once you've done that, mate, relax. You're going to be absolutely smashed to pieces. 
Oh, big time! I've got I've got the speech planned out, so I'm pretty pretty pleased as to as to the direction of travel. It's just well, getting I'll, to the, uh, I'll be the end judge destination. Of, I'll be the judge of that. Oh no, I can't be because not invited to the day do, but that's fine. No, like I said, it was fine. You know, you get to well, see the first dance over the night. I get to see the first dance. My heart will go on a little bit, Celine. <laughs> uh, no, let uh, it go, Frozen. Hit me, baby, a, one more time. A, a bit of a bit of a bit of Jesseline. A bit of. Um, my love, Jesseline, a bit of a slow, slow down uh, version, and then the upbeat kind of dance. Everybody get on the dance floor, save us yeah. from the uh, kind of uh, cringiness kind of thing. C- come on here, have a good time. Let's all have a party. That's, have a party. Uh, Jess yeah. Glynn, to be fair, fun fact about Jess Glynn, Alana worked with Jess Glynn uh, three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Said she's oh, yeah. very, very nice. Very, very nice lady. So it's nice that you've got um, you know, a very a very hospitable and, and well-grounded lady for your first dance, as, as your missus is to be. Um, to be fair, very lucky girl. Very, very lucky girl. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm pleased that you're taking a bit of time off because, um, you know, I don't think you, I'm, you'll mind me showing with the peeps that... You were you were you were yourself on on Sunday at Spurs. You weren't no. really. You didn't. You you were you were. You know. You've had a lot going on in the last few weeks. I could understand it. Some people have had a breakdown, but I. I. I you know. You, you've stood firm. You've been to Barcelona and back. You've been non-stop jet-setting. Game, 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 game. But you did look a bit tired on Sunday. I was jaded. You yeah, were, you were jaded, um, weren't you? I was a bit fatigued. Um, I mean, never never mind what them players are like. I mean, I could really kind of sympathise it with on on Sunday because I, mm. I was just. Felt a bit worse for wear. Just yeah. almost felt a bit, uh, almost like I had vertigo. You did, bit, you, that, bit, was, that was your thing. You, you, th- you thought you had vertigo, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Felt like really lightheaded, as if. I mean, Spursy Stadium. Yes, the atmosphere wasn't great, um, but it is. It is a stadium. It is a proper stadium, isn't it? Was but, great in one corner when Raul smashed yeah. in that. Um, but I didn't really get to. <coughs> I don't know. I mean, Kind of take it in as as much as I maybe would have done on, on another yes. day. Um, yeah, I mean, but the 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 football, you know, especially second half, you know, wound me up, wound me up from my slumber, um, at least for a couple of hours, and then on the way back home, I was a uh, yeah flagging again. Yeah, I mean, and we'll go straight into the Spurs game in in a, in a very short second. I do have to um, bring in one piece of um of, of a slightly funny story that I forgot to say in the last podcast. So this is going back to the Espanol, and actually on the flight out, this isn't me wearing a hood, not looking, you know, <laughs> appearing antisocial and, and 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 too too big for his boots. This was um this was um you know obviously EasyJet. You've got to pay for your own coffee. It's not complimentary champagne, which I wasn't. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously disappointed with, but that's fine. You have to pay for your own coffee. Joe, would you like a coffee? Yeah, I'll have a coffee. Nothing can go really wrong with a coffee. So I'm on the, I'm on the outside. Joe's in the middle. We've got a lovely, there's a lovely lady, very well dressed, very well spoken, very quiet um, on the, um, on the window seat. So I get Joe a coffee. Um, Joe, would you like, would you like milk? Or I'm obviously I'm having it black, five calories. You don't want to have it, you know. Add, add calories to it but Joe wanted his milk no problem you know you're a young growing lad you want your sugar you like your sugar so that's fine so you get one of these like long life crappy plastic packs don't you they're kind of like long yeah. rectangle kind of shebang um, but you know it's, it's the little tear thing it's normally tears fine and you're good to go you, Joe, Joe, Joe one job in this whole 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 journey of two and a half hours to Barcelona and that was to open the milk so he opened his milk and I tell you what, it goes all over this poor girl who sat minding her own business with a Louis Vuitton scarf and a, and a lovely Gucci handbag 
and you're and she's fast asleep and you're dabbing and I mean dabbing with a dirty <laughs> serviette long life milk off her bag off and she wakes up and you just got oh, I'm, I'm so sorry I'm so sorry and your, your black country accent I won't even try and try and uh, replicate <laughs> and uh, he's, you're like you're like you're like padding a knee and stuff oh my oh, god. god I was in hysterics absolute milk gate <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a it was a bad spot to be in. Talk about starting the trip. Talk about starting the trip as you mean to go on. Oh, um, mate! And yeah, the, thing is, I, the thing is, that's gonna honk later on as well. Like find it. The oh time, yeah, off sour then, milk. Yeah, in the, exactly. In the Barcelona heat. Oh, mate. She's oh. absolutely devastated. And she said, oh, it's fine. It's, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. She's seething, mate. She's oh, seething. God, and yeah. we, we could get a drag cleaning bill at the Express and Star. I mean, you talk about <laughs> your wedding fund, mate. You might have to have a few little, a few little pounds left over from the old uh, presents because, because you could be getting a hefty dry cleaning bill. Well, yeah. Uh, it might have to come in handy. <laughs> <laughs> from, from milk on the knee to, um, to uh, Spurs victory. Um, the master of the Segway uh, strikes yeah. again. <laughs> I don't know why I was going with that, but I managed to pull it out, pull it out from nowhere. Uh, just um, Spurs two, Wolverhampton Wanderers three. Uh, uh, this this team, I, I mean, I, I can't keep wax, go waxing lyrical about them, but they keep on doing it time and time again. More memories created. Fantastic, incredible, superb stadium, and they've come. Over there, the fans have travelled from Barcelona and have gone to Spurs. Incredible day, incredible result, and one that will live long in the memory. We've gone over it on the analysis. We're not going to go too much about it, but I must admit, like I said, I think after afterwards, um, Raúl's Raúl's third goal. That I mean, didn't have a great game, uh, but that third goal, Traore, Jota, the movement, Jota to Raúl, Raúl's finish. That is one of those where you remember for a long time. It was an, it was an I was there moment. It was, it was, and I think people will, will reflect on that for for many for many years yeah, to yeah. come. Um, I mean, we thought, you know, the Costa goal at Wembley was was an I was there moment, mm. and that that one's even trumped that one. I mean, you know, you, it's back to back games against Spurs, different sp- different stadiums, very uh, similar outcomes, and, and and days that will live very very long in the, in the memory. And the the thing that was most impressive about it for me was that. Obviously, you know, Wolves have pulled off these wins in the past, but, you know, they, they kind of pulled off this win against Spurs without really being at the best. I mean, for for a lot of the game, I, I think first half in particular, you could say that they deserved to be behind. They had the shaky moments in defence, obviously conceded two goals, but when they needed to turn on the style, uh, they did just that. And um, I think that's what what's the most pleasing thing. They're not, you know, they're beating these teams without necessarily playing out their skins. And, you know, you look you're coming at that at the back of that Spurs game and you're thinking, Wolves could probably even kick kick on maybe another half gear or even mm-hmm. another mm-hmm. full gear. They weren't exactly at at their um best at all times. I think they were you'd say they were free flowing best going forward when they needed to be. In terms of um overall team performance, there's probably been you know, a few better ones than, than Tottenham, and that's I not agree, to say it was yeah. a bad performance. Mm. You know, it wasn't wasn't a bad performance by any stretch, but I, I, it wasn't necessarily Wolves um, wiping the floor with them or anything like that. But they're just very good game management, roused to the task at the right moments, and um, got their goals and got the win. 
They did. Um, hot or not, I'm going I'm to I'm going to pull them all together so we can discuss them as, as a whole rather than one, two, three. Because we haven't got loads of time today. Because you know you've got to you've you've got other pressing matters apparently that, that you know yes remains to be seen. Um, um, hot. Three players were hot: Diogo Jota, Matt Doherty, and I've picked Mr. Moutinho. Yeah, um, Jota. Um, just when he's when he's confident. Um, he's a bit of a streaky player, isn't he, Jota? But yes. when he's in, when he's in that streak, I don't think there's anybody like him, really. I mean, you talk about purple patches um, and peaks and troughs. When he's at his peak, he's he's a true world beater. Um, he's the best player for me when he's at his peak. Honestly, yeah, I, I think, think if everybody's so. at max, I think I think he's he's the very best. Yeah, I know. I think obviously it kind of puts it into into a bit of a perspective. Uh, Triore has been. Uh, phenomenal, but he's on six goals for the season as well. Mm. You know, Jota's got six goals in his last three. Sure, um, exactly. So it does show that you know, as they're different players, of course. But Jota, I think, has got so much to his game when he's at his best. A, a bit like Traore, very unique. Not another player really like him. Um, but when he's in this kind of mood, he's just doing things on instinct as where when he is in those kind of lulls, he will take too much time or not get his shot off quickly enough. When he's at his best and when he's at his full confidence, he just does everything on instinct. You know, he doesn't even think about it, bam, it's in the back of the net before the keeper can even react. And um, wasn't a uh, a world beater of a finish. I mean, he was just tapping in uh, Matt Doherty's uh, ball across ball across the face of goal but you've got to be there you've got to have the instincts and uh, Jota's had them and then as you say Doherty um, I mean what I was thinking about it the other day I think if you put him say right wing or up front um, maybe in the championship or perhaps just a hypothetical situation I think he could get 20 goals a season <laughs> he just he just knows where to be yeah. um, he, I think he's on 7 for this campaign 8 for the last campaign uh, so 15 goals in 2 seasons for a right wing back, I mean, which is incredible. Um, but he he's got he's got a striker's instinct. He just times the runs, knows where to be, and when he gets in front of goal, more often than not, he's got a cool head. Mm-hmm. And uh, Matinho, I mean, I think I've been pointed out by one or two that at eight might have been a bit of a higher higher mark than than perhaps was required, and um, that he gave the ball away a few times. I just think similarly to. You know, to, to to the overall theme, when he needed to step up, I think he did. And uh, he wasn't necessarily the one creating goals directly or obviously scoring them. But when Wolves needed someone to start off the attacks and then help keep Spurs at bay towards the end, I think he just kind of stepped up his game just when he needed to. Yeah. Um, and Doc? Yeah, Doc, uh, yeah, just, just on him there. Just, yeah, just very good, very good finisher. I mean, I mentioned how. how how good he is in front of goal, and um, defensively he's, he's been he's been good as well. Um, let's not overlook that. I think you know we'll all agree that Vinagro got got exposed a couple of times, and that's an area that he's still got to brush up on on, mm-hmm. on the left hand side. But uh, Doherty on that right right uh, right side had one or two moments early on, but overall, um, yeah, looking very looking very good. Uh, two for not one one who actually did have a pretty good game, I thought, but um, but you'll understand why I said not. Um, Adama Traore and Ruben Vinagre. We'll go with Traore first, uh, and the obvious concern. Yeah, the, the shoulder. Yeah, which we've it's... talked about a lot. And um, we spoke to Paul Darby. He's obviously given us um, his opinion a, a few weeks ago. Now we, we talked about the, 
the, the, the recent dislocations and the issue that it could be. He alluded that there will be an operation at the end of the season, a strengthening operation. Um, but I think maybe I'm, maybe I'm speaking out of turn, Joe, but you, or you might agree with me that the fact that this, isn't, this won't be a problem as much as, as, much as like, um, him keeping him out of games. It's just going to be something they're going to have to manage. And you know, it, might, it might pop out in two games or three games' time. It's just as and when. But you know, it's not going to stop him playing. And I feel like when Troyori came off the pitch for Neto, when, when it did come out, he was back on the field before he actually went off. And I, I feel like he could have played more um, with, that, you know, with the injury when it had been popped back in. Yeah, it's it's one of them where he's not a uh, you know physically weak uh, player by any stretch of the imagination, but a, a dislocation can can happen to anyone and anybody can be susceptible to it. When they've had a dislocation in the past, and as we say, he had that one at, at Middlesbrough, and it's three times this season now that it's that it's come out of place. Um, you, you don't know whether how straightforward it would be to have. Um, surgery in the summer I mean if he can play on through it and he continues to play as he has been there's every chance he could go to the Euros with Spain so that, that could throw a, a bit of a spanner in the works as to you know getting him through to the end of the season and getting the surgery done if possible um, it's one that they're going to have to monitor uh, just on a week by week basis as we say I, I, I think I think he'll play against Brighton I'd be surprised if he doesn't uh, you, don't, well, you, least... don't, you don't think he'll go to uh, back to a two with Brighton uh, I've kind of given it some four. I just think him, I'm leaning towards three, but I hope so. Um, I hope so. But, yeah, but I think that if he's not 100, percent uh, I don't think you know. Well, 100. percent I mean, that's mm. that's a pretty loose term, but like you know, if he if he's not able to start, I don't think he he will start. But if he is able to start, I I I I'm thinking he said he will. Yeah, I I, I agree. Um, and Vinagra, who like I say, I mean. Again, we've spoken about Vinagra, uh, you know, in, in prior podcasts about, you know, he's young, he's going to have some good games, he's also going to have some bad games, it's going to be up and down, up and down. This was one of the ones that, you know, you could see why Johnny was out the side, you could tell defensively that we were a little bit naive, especially coming down that left-hand side is where Westpurs had most of the joy, especially in that first half. Yeah, I am, um, it kind of summed him up really, because... Um, yeah. That moment of brilliance going forward and playing that one-two um, with Jota and then crossing it over to Doherty for, for the goal—that was that was him in a nutshell, really. And then obviously the the didn't cover him himself in glory for over Spurs' goals. I, I think that he's a, a, a player of huge potential in Vinagra. I think he could be, you know, playing for. Well, he could be playing for Wolves in 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 the Champions League in, yes, in, the, yes. in the next next few years. But you know, this is a player that I think will play Champions League football, international football for Portugal. He's he's that good, but you know, he, he's still got some learning to do. He's still got to brush up on the uh, defensive aspects of his game because I think you look at him and at times he's very similar. He's maybe not quite as quick as Traore, but he's not far off. I mean, he covers the ground so quickly, but I think. He perhaps is a little bit reliant on it at, at, at times, as where he won't get quite as close enough to his marker that he should. Kind of thinks, well, I've got this, I've got this yard of pace, and I can kind of get there. But a lot of the time, you know, there's no slouches either in the Premier League, really, no, no. and um, a lot, a lot of them are quicker, real athletes. And if you give them half a yard, they'll punish you. So I think that's something that he's still adjusting to and learning, learning with. But I, I think, you know, 
with with Johnny, he, he probably won't play at the weekend. I don't think. So he, he's going to have another game, and um, hopefully, with the, with each game that comes, we do see an improvement from him on that uh, defensive aspect. Wolverhampton Wanderers six in the table, level with uh, Manchester United in fifth. Uh, play twenty-eight points, forty-two, three points away from fourth place. Chelsea it remains to be seen whether the Champions League spot is fourth or fifth. My thinking is that it will it will be fifth, and Manchester City might get a reduce of that ban from two years to one year. If I, you know, that's not knowing anything, you know, uh, behind the scenes. But if I had to, if gun to my head, I would say that they would probably get a, a one-year ban from Champions League football. Um, saying that, there's no reason why they can't, you know, take this take this fifth spot out and, and go for fourth and they guaranteed Champions League. Um, it's amazing, really, quite quite incredible. They have got plenty of people um, behind them. Uh, Spurs, uh, two points behind. Sheffield United, two points behind with a game in hand. Uh, and even Arsenal with a game in hand, if they won their game in hand, would be two points behind, behind Wolves, although their game in hand is against Manchester City. So... Easier said than done. Um, I've been looking, and quite a few people, I think, in the questions as well, have been asking about, do you think that Wolves will get a Champions League spot? Um, I think for the purpose of this argument um, we, we, and debate, we should probably say that, we'll, that fifth will get a spot. Let, let's say fifth will get a spot. As of yeah. now, fifth gets a spot. So I think, I think we'll, we'll go with that. Looking back at the Premier Leagues of, uh, of, of, of years gone by, last season, uh, do you know what a fifth spot I finished up with to get, um, to, to get fifth? Do you know what it would have been? Points wise, mm. uh, bet would have been enough for fifth. Bet fifty-two, something like that. No, no, sixty-seven. This is after okay. thirty-eight games. 60, 67. Um, and sixty-seven. Uh, that seems that seems quite high to me. It is quite high. It is a quite high. And um, uh, uh, what's Wolves at the moment? And uh, so Wolves are um, twenty-eight points. So ten games remaining. They're on forty-two points. So that's 42. another twenty. It's another twenty-five points. It's another twenty-five from. from from the final ten games. And um, the season before that. <laughs> yeah. Um, to get fifth, um, 64 points would have been enough. Okay. Um, so that's maybe a little bit manageable. That's 22 points. Um, but the way things are going, the way things the table are looking, it's actually going to be less points this year, yeah. um, I think, than, than previous years gone by, where you've got that dominance of the top five or top six. Um, I've had a look. I actually think that 61 points will probably be enough. Yeah. 60 to 61 for that fifth spot that means Wolves will have to get 19 points from the reigning 10 games let's say let's let's round up to 20 so two points a game I think that's I think they're giving themselves a great chance I guarantee you if, if Wolves get 20 points from the reigning 10 games they'll be playing in European football next season regardless of what happens in the Europa League I think that's absolute 100% certainty to be honest um, if well first of all Joe the 42 points, level with Manchester United, who are fifth with 42, goal difference separating the two teams. Can you see Wolves playing Champions League football next year? Yeah. Yeah. I can, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And so yeah. stunning, really. I mean, even, even just that answer is stunning right, from, from where we were. Um, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday. You won't be able to play it. They've never lost a Premier League game on a Sunday after a Thursday night Europa League game. Yeah. If you can do that and you can replicate that and you can keep that run going, I mean, I think that the next four games will say a lot of where, that, where they're going to be. They need to get ahead, I think, and then give themselves something to fall back on. But you look at Brighton, West Ham, Bournemouth, Villa. I mean, there's some bang average teams in mm, those four. And, and, and teams that are fighting, and yes, they're fighting and they're going to have to, they're fighting for every single point to stay up in the league. But Wolves are. And I, 
But Wolves are, exactly, yeah. And I understand that why I'd rather be facing someone who's in mid-table mediocrity. There's no real te- team in mid-table mediocrity. They're either battling against that, that bottom six or seven or, or stopping to be dragged, you know, trying not to be dragged in there. Newcastle, etc. as well, you know, up to them. Or they're going for a Europa League spot. I mean, Burnley are in eighth. So, yeah. so you know, the, everyone's got chance. Everyone's playing for something. But I'd rather be playing the teams that are making mistakes and that have got, um, you know, problems in in the defence or up front or or in the hierarchy of the club than teams that are, are pushing for European spots. Yeah, I mean in, in general, I mean it's a, it's a cliche, but the table doesn't doesn't really lie, you know. You're there for a reason and Brighton are one of those down there in a relegation mix. Uh, they they found it very hard to win games of football. They, they, they've picked up a fair few draws. They're a bit hoddle Wolves-esque in that respect. So they keep drawing 1-1 all the time it seems, but um, you know they, they need to be winning games of football, and obviously they'll be trying to come to Molyneux to, to to do that. Hopefully that will play in Wolves' favour a bit more because Brighton, when they came to Molyneux last season, crikey, I've never known a side so defensive and so boring. But they came away with a, with a points, a fair play. But um, under a different manager now, they may be a bit more expansive and things like that. Uh, we'll see if they are. But um, as we say, big run of fixtures for Wolves, four games. I think you want to be getting, at the very, very least, two wins from those four. And really, you want to be aiming for three of three of the four, if not all four. So um, it's a big run of fixtures, and I think it will have a, a big part, a bigger hand in where Wolves do end up. Yeah, um, it's, it's going to be interesting. I mean, it's fantastic. It's a fantastic position to be in. And uh, look, there's no fear factor. They've shown that Wolves in, you know, not just this season, but seasons gone by. You know, they can go now to Spurs, they can go to Manchester United, they can go to Arsenal and go there and win and draw. And, and there's no one, I mean, there's no game, I don't think, between now and the end of the season where they can't expect to pick up points. I, I really believe that. They've played Liverpool twice, they've played Manchester City twice. Everybody else is fair game. Yeah. And, and beaten yeah. Manchester City twice as well. So, um, right. And the, the, I tell you, someone who was at Spurs on Saturday, but he wasn't. Sorry, Sunday, but he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't with me and you, Joe. He wasn't. Uh, he wasn't with the fans. He was in the most expensive seats in English football history. Of course, he was. Of course, he was. I will move over and let the legend speak himself. It is this week's segment. Welcome to Mr. Stephen Bull. Here with Mr. Steve Bull as normal. Uh, Bully, first of all, I mean, this is going out Friday. Joe Edwards' wedding day, 22 years old. What words of wisdom, advice would you say to the youngster? <laughs> <laughs> Apart from don't do I've it. I've got no words. Uh, what can I say? You were stunned, yeah. weren't you? You stunned when I'm just, I've just said he's getting married. Yeah, 22, what a bab. He's only a baby. Uh, you need to enjoy life. But uh, What were you doing at 22, mate? Oh, I've just got to have my first marriage. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't, uh, I can't uh, say anything. But uh, no, he, he must love the lady he's, uh, he's got, and she must love him. So I mean, if they make each other happy, let them do it. But uh, if I was him, I'd just enjoy life first. As long as she don't stop him enjoying life, and he don't stop her enjoying life, that's all that matters. Exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah, good luck, Joe. We'll see you, see you later on tonight, mate. For a few little dance moves on the floor before Brighton. Right, uh, Bully. Now, um, rumour was going around the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium on Sunday that a certain Mr Stephen Bull MBE was um, was wi- being wined and dined in one of the most expensive <laughs> seats in Premier League football known as the Tunnel Club. Can you confirm or deny this statement? <laughs> 
Yes, I was. Uh, guilty as charged. Um, what happens, uh, we, we met some friends in the manga playing golf, massive Tottenham fans, and uh-huh. uh, uh, they come down to our place. We give them four comps in our prisons club, off one of my friends in there, and they repay the, repay the compliment. Last year, you've got you've got a good deal there, bully. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. He kept moaning to say, "All we get is a is a is a pint and a cuddy, <laughs> yeah. and uh, we get everything else." Uh, but now they're, they're good lads, and uh, they repay the compliments. And last year they was going to do it, and the ground wasn't ready, so we had to go to Wembley, which is absolutely brilliant as well. But this year it's ready, and that 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 is an unbelievable ground, oh. absolutely scary. And I put on me me Instagram the other day to say that uh, if Wolves want to take a leaf out of Tottenham's book. That is the stadium. That is it. That is that's absolutely unbelievable. Nothing wrong with walls. No, 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 of course. But you can see the difference. Yeah. Uh, how modern it's got to get to get to a stage where that is unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's world class, isn't it? Tunnel club's weird. Weird. Because you're sitting there. And the You've got the glass, haven't you, where the, the, players, the players are coming, coming through. Outside there and their players coming out this side. And like, I mean, they can only just about see, I think, as I look at the glass. Yeah. It was unbelievable. It's one of those where you can see out, but they can't really see That's in, it, can yeah, they, or whatever? You're because because they don't want to see us eating a nice drinking, yeah, yeah. beef Wellington, and drinking <laughs> when they're going fast, saying they want to give this a good ninety minutes. But uh, it was good, and the seats were right behind their their dugout, right oh. behind their things. Oh. And uh, I've got to say, I nearly they said to me, I nearly got chucked out. Did you? Yeah, because uh, when, well, I, when I when I when I watch football. I'm I'm watching the game. I'm, I'm I'm in the game. You're so in it, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm behind their, their their technical advisors like this, and I'm going stand up, stand up, stand up. Hold him, hold, <laughs> hold him, hold him, hold him. He's offside. He's offside. He's offside. Nothing <laughs> really bad. Yeah, yeah, of course, stand yeah. Up when we score, yeah, 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 yeah. Hands in my chest when yeah. he just get in there. Yeah, yeah. And at uh, at half time, I sat back down again, and I was on my own. And uh, this lad came to me. He says, "You nearly got chucked out." I went, "Why?" He says, "That man over there from the thing." He says, "I've, I've had uh, notice off the people in front here." That you just disrupt them, uh, disrupting their technology and what you're saying about football and saying closing down to this and whatever. I went, Are you what? having a laugh? You're joking. Are you laugh? And uh, I, I just said to him at half time, I said, y- You was going to chuck me? He said, Well, it's the ones in front here, the people in front here couldn't hear what you what they was trying to display to the players. I, I said, You have a meal off? I said, I don't want to talk to you. And I just walked, I walked off. Oh, that's embarrassing, really. It was. Can't it believe it. I did that. tie it in. I did say, I'm a vice president for Club. I, I cherish that. I love it. Yeah. I'm not going to be shouting and, and swearing. Yeah, of course, yeah. do your things. I'm not going to do that, but I can still live the game. Of course, absolutely. To, you know what I mean? So, but it, after that, it was, it was an overall great experience. Absolutely yeah, 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 yeah. Great result, by the way. Oh, mate. Oh. I mean, that, that last Jimenez goal, like I said, Jimenez wasn't really in the game for much yeah. of it, but then yeah. just the finish. I mean, even the build-up to the goal and then the Got finish. To, the oh, my God. God. Oh man, I, I was like, I was thinking, geez, that's that's a well, well, well thought out goal. Yeah, and yeah. Like, and when he when he went to swing with his right, it's saw the dummy. I mean, and he comes the inside. Oh, get me a pie. and he come inside. I thought, oh man, I, I would. I'm gonna say, it must have been hard for you. It must have been hard. I was gonna get in there. <laughs> my hands were like in here. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was shaking hands with all the Tottenham fans behind me and everything like that. And said, well, well done, bully. I mean, your team. I mean. Uh, stood up today and give it a good go. Yeah, it is a fantastic experience and anyone who didn't go to the game, please try and get there even for a stadium tour yeah. or in the future because it is incredible. I mean, you're you're like in a Michelin star restaurant. I mean, the chef, like if you, like, it's not quite like, you know, normally you get your three or four or five course meal. Like if you speak to the chef on a regular basis he'll, and he says, I fancy fancy some um, some Pacific Coast lob- lobster, you know, from Seattle. He'll fly you in, won't he? Yeah, it's that yeah, kind yeah. of, it's, it's that kind of touch. 20, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. 26 grand. 
grand per per year for a season ticket there. Twenty six you know, grand. Is it, is it the, and they sold, in there. Yeah, oh, twenty six grand a year. Down in London, I must say, they pull their finger out and give us a great treat. So yeah, thank you to Danny, yeah, fair play. Danny down there, all, all the lads. Uh, fair play. So, bully three two win. Uh, Wolves are level on points with Manchester United in fifth at this moment in time. Man City with Man City, you know, kind of like banned for two years. Fifth could be enough for Champions League spot. Mm-hmm. Three points behind Chelsea in fourth. That's guaranteed Champions League. Yeah. Uh, simple question. Can, can they achieve it? Uh, with the games coming up, you look at the games coming up, they are winnable, beatable games. Uh, but uh, the teams we're playing next, you know, I think it's a Brighton, West Ham and certain teams like Villa. Villa, yeah. They're all scrapping for their lives so it's going to be Bournemouth. really tough for us. But, I'd, you know I mean, their, their games where we can push on now yeah. and say, Chelsea, we, we're tapping on your, we want your shirt, we want that, we want that fourth place. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, you mean don't, don't get out of our chairs and you mean start jumping up and down saying we're going to do it. You mean it's it's a hell of a achievement where we are now. It's mm-hmm. absolutely unbelievable. But uh, the games coming up now could stamp ourselves and say, listen. We ain't far away behind you. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, and they, they are winnable, aren't they? Um, I have said on this podcast before, but, you know, um, that's when you need the fans, don't you? The, these kind of games. Because you can get up for the up for the big games, the Europa Leagues and, yeah. and, and Spurs away, but you really need to stand up and be counted, don't you? Because there are going to be yeah. dead periods, especially with games that are going to try and, 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 and negate anything that Wolves can do and try and catch them on the counter-attack, maybe grab a late goal, because that's how teams are, yeah. are going are gonna to play now because they know the strengths of Wolves. Yeah, well, I've said this all, all over the years and all of the podcasts and everything mm-hmm. and stuff like this that uh, Wolves fans are absolutely brilliant and uh, we not me them as players need need, need that behind you and uh, at this moment in time when Wolves are rocking they are rocking mate and even mm. I stand there thinking oh my word yeah, yeah, yeah. I even came here I'm thinking this is really loud and I'm thinking that pushes the players on that mm. pushes them to say come on we can do this we want to give them a bit more so you know I mean let's, let's, let's get behind them you know I mean what we've got left 11 games 10 11 games 10 games there. yeah 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 you know I mean, we've only got to win I would say Five of them. Five or five, five or six, maybe yeah. Six five, of them. Yeah. Doable. Well, with those four games teams, coming up. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah. it's doable. But as you say, we need the help behind as well to say, come on then. There are going to be a few hiccups. You know, we, we're going to expect it to win and we might want to win one, yeah. lose one, yeah. win another one and we beat the big teams. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's the way football is, but mm. it, on paper, it looks absolutely great now. It looks the way it's going in the next four games. Yeah, it does, mate. Right, okay, a few questions uh, before we go. Uh, first one, Richard Robinson. Uh <laughs> Graeme Turner, Graeme Taylor, or Mark McGee, snog, marry, and avoid. <laughs> snog, marry, avoid. So you've got Turner, Taylor, and McGee. Okay. Uh, I think uh, Graham, Graham Turner has got to be the one. I think he's absolutely top draw. Okay. Uh, so you're marrying him, are you? He kept us together. No, no. Oh, to marry. Yeah, snog, marry, and avoid. So you've got to choose one to, oh, s- avoid. Oh, one snog, to snog, marry. one to avoid. marry, and one to avoid. Oh, avoid, Mark McGee. Okay. <laughs> Shock. <laughs> Shocker. Uh, Oh crap! I do apologise. By the way, I'll give so me two seconds. Bully's dog's got my uh, got my camera. Um, good work. Um, yes. She's okay. No, she's going into the cage. Oh, it's alright, mate. As long as it's... Bully's back again. No, he's back. He's back. Bully's back again. Bully's back again. The camera. The camera is. The camera's fine. The camera's fine. Everyone. Oh dear. So anyway, where are we? Mark McGee, avoid. Mark McGee, avoid. Who are you snogging and who are you marrying? Oh, Graham Turner and Graham oh, Taylor. Uh, oh. I don't. Yeah, I'm not into that. But uh, Graham Taylor would probably snog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Graham Turner. Brilliant. I love, what a question that is. Hey, look, I love the fact that look, I love the fact that you've got it on there. Snog, marry, avoid. Can I tell it's live now as well. Not taking the camera. Can I tell it's live? Yeah, yeah. You can just tell. Yeah, there's no pre-recorded stuff here, guys. Uh, right. Okay. Dean Newman. Uh, having seen Eric Deer. 
Is it Dia or Dia? I don't know. Dia. Um, altercation with the supporters last night. Have you ever had a problem with supporters and how do you deal with it? Um, I've not really had a problem with supporters. Only the, the, them lot down the road who used to give me loads and loads mm. of abuse. Uh, but that was just like verbally, whatever. Uh, I think if it's if it interferes with your, your your family life and whatever, you can understand why they flip the top. You know, yeah. it's one of them things. But everything else, just shrug, shrug it off your shoulders. So. Yeah. But Dia, you know what I mean? You, 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 you're a professional. You know, you got to hold it back, but sometimes when that fuse is lit, it's like Cantona a long yeah, time ago. Yeah, of course, yeah. When that fuse is lit, it's lit, and if something catches on a bad day, well, yeah. you're going to flip, but uh, it shouldn't it shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do it, mm. but it's one of them things. So he's, he must have said something really nasty. Must have really. Uh, Tom Trubshaw says, um, ask Bully, um, if he was playing in the Premier League today, what would be his preferred tactics as a striker on the pitch against the current crop of defenders the league has? Oh, my word. Uh, I wouldn't... Uh, I'd play like the England did if I was if I was a striker now. I'd sit back, really. I'd sit back, and I'd be like the Jimenez and the Jota, and catch him on the break. I wouldn't probably go chasing because I'd lose lots of my energy. Yeah, that yeah. Because I'm I'm the first one to say, well, chase him down, chase him down. Mm. If it's in a good position down the corners and you can get, you got a fifty-fifty chance, then chase it. Yeah, yeah. If they go out in front of me, I'll sit back twenty yards. Hey, go on, then you're playing in front of me. Okay, nice. I like that. Um, Okay, last couple of questions. Uh, first of all, uh, Finding Nuno says, um, has Bully ever scored the perfect hat-trick, left foot, right foot, header? Oh, did I? Did I? No, I, I scored know. left, right of Grimsby. Mm. Well, that's a great question, by the way. Yeah, the perfect hat-trick, left, right and a you'd header. You'd have thought, it would googled it, wouldn't you? Yeah, you'd have thought so. You'd have thought so, yeah. You know it's Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's testing oh, you, Bully. He's testing you. Left, right, and uh, now I think. Oh, I don't know. Was it did Grimsby? Did I score? Did oh, I no, I didn't. No, I didn't score. I did me. That was a right foot, left foot, and a right foot. I think it was. I don't really know you now. How do you how do you remember games? I don't understand sometimes when you go back to all these <laughs> Premier League years and they're interviewed and they're talking. They, they must show them highlights in front of them for them to talk about it because it's just like it's. I can't remember what happened last week. Some people, some people go on about you know the seventy four seventy five you know cup final like and, and minute by minute commentary. How do you remember yeah, it? It is. It's, it's one of the things in your head that I mean I don't know every single goal. Yeah. Uh, but I know certain games, certain record landmarks and whatever. Okay. Let me ask you certain stuff that you know. I don't know any. Anything, mate. That's why I'm in this job, and you're across the across the table. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, right, last one, last one. Um, if Nuno was to leave Wolves, do you think the club would fall apart? How important is Nuno to the, to this whole this he's, whole scenario? He's massive at the moment uh, because it's all one one uh, one circle. You know, I mean, all the players, the the manager, the chairman. It's all one unit. Mm. You know, I mean, at the moment, you take a little piece of the cake away. You know, I mean, and. Uh, People start nibbling and want another piece goes, another piece goes. Yeah, piece yeah, goes. yeah, yeah. But you know, I mean, I think uh, he's still got uh, this year and next year on his contract. You yeah, know, I wouldn't be worried, anything worried about that. It's the same as the players. The players are on four-year contracts or three-year contracts. Why, why do they want to leave? Mm. Why? You mean, if somebody comes in for him, well, that's a different kettle of fish. Of course, that's a different kettle of fish. It's up to him then to say, as our wolves in my heart, mm. I've been, I've been here this long. Mm. I've kept going this far, and what, how far can I go? So. Me, I hope he stops. I hope this time next year we're in the same position and yeah. give him a three-year deal or four-year deal. Well, look, I mean, I think if Wolves didn't get Europe, European football, whether that's Europa or Champions League this season, I think I'd be a little bit worried. But looking at the table and the fixtures, if they don't get Champions League, which is a potential now, you can't say it's the favourite, but you know they've got a chance. You've got to think they'll probably get Europa League again. 
Um, and, and then, you know, they've got a good chance. These, these players need to be playing European football, don't they? They do. They do. You know, I mean, but they are young. Mm-hmm. They've young. They've got, they've got yeah. years. You yeah, know, they have, years yeah. to come. You know, I, mean, I think uh, Wolves are in a great position at the moment. There's only two clubs, I think, who are better than Wolves at the moment, on and off the field. That's uh, Liverpool and Man City. Mm-hmm. Absolutely unbelievable. They're flying away with it. But uh, And we are one of the best of the pack behind them. Mm-hmm. So why, why does anybody, a manager or a player, need to leave Wolves in the current situation you know I mean because it's the way we're going at the moment we're just going up and up and up and up and this is this we started this at the start of the season oh, I wish we was talking about this like 10 games to go we'd yeah, be yeah. in the fourth and whatever we're doing it yeah yeah. you know we start <laughs> yeah. the second season syndrome yeah, yeah, yeah. Window absolutely now. Yeah. we're more or less safe now mm. in, in the league we're 42 off, points yeah we're pulling for something else now and mm. it's, it's just going to get better and the Chinese I'm sure they says it was a five-year plan, did they say? Yeah. I wanted to be yeah. a champion, do something yeah, like that. Yeah. And what's this now, two years or three years? Yeah, way, way ahead. You know what I mean? So they're way mm. ahead, so don't get greedy. Mm-hmm. No, no, mm-hmm. you've got mm-hmm. you've tasted your Europa League yeah. football this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patience, if we don't get it next year, okay. we'll still get Europa League. Of course. And kick on again from there. Finally, Bully, uh, it's Wolves against Brighton on yep. Saturday, Saturday, 3 o'clock. I can't believe it. It's yes. weird. Weird going yes. to a game on a Saturday. Thank goodness. Yes. Um, prediction, please, from yourself. Prediction. I, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we, we're starting on a bit of a roll again now. Yeah, I mean, the goals are starting to fly in. Yeah, we leaked two in against Tottenham. They're the class side and they're, they're going to score goals. And there was good goals as well, to be fair. Uh, but uh, Brighton are going to come here probably with a towels between the legs. Uh, and now they're going to shut the shop up and uh, put five in midfield or five at the back. You know, they're going to put ten and then one up front. Or they're going to have a go at it. I think if we go an early goal, uh, they'll have to come at us to actually get some of that the game. And I can see, I can seriously see it being a a boring one nil win to mm. us with a Neves screamer or Moutinho or, or something screamer like that. Or it could be a 4 0 4 0 Wolves. So I'll go either one. One nil Wolves or four 0 One nil. It doesn't matter as long as I get three points. Happy days, bully. I uh, will hear from you in a couple of weeks. Thank you so much. Um, we'll see you, uh, see you on Saturday. And good luck, Joe. Good luck, Joe, mate. All the very best. You'll need it. <laughs> Bully legend as ever. Right, straight on to questions. Quick fire questions. Quick fire questions this Quick week. Fire. And we're going we're gonna to run through them. Um, only a few. To try, and, try and get as many as possible in the next four or five minutes. Uh, Polcat. Nathan, um, Joe, I'm having sleepless nights about Connor Cody getting injured. Please tell me who would replace him if it happens so I can sleep again. I think, uh, I, don't, I don't know if there is a, a direct replacement in there, apart from perhaps maybe it would be Kilman and then um, playing Sace and, and uh, Bolly Overside, maybe. Um, you wouldn't bring Den Donker in? I don't think so. I don't okay. think so. Not, maybe not. Maybe it'd either be Dendonka or Kilman. There'd be there's no one else, is there really? Um, but uh, Kilman initially played in that sweeper role for the twenty threes. I think he was originally seen as you know a kind of someone as backup to Cardi, moved to the left of the back three. But yeah. um, futsal background, you know, he, he's, he's confident on the ball, so I think he'd be the, the natural one for me. Yeah, um, Reggie, you have answered your question about how many points you think we'll get for Champions League football. Um, another question, Campana, have anyone seen him actually play? What's he all about? Good on the floor, in the air, a runner, an all-rounder? Not a clue. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> not not well, a clue. Well, that's, uh, look, he's in the first-team squad, so let's, let's, let's think that he's... Yeah, uh, he's, he's, he's obviously he's, got some, but we've never yeah. seen him ever, we saw. Uh, Ronan Gibbs, we've kind of answered your question as well. Uh, Rob Spicer says... Um, you recently um, talked about pivotal make or break for your months ahead of Morgan Gibbs White with the injury sustained in the under 23s game. Is this the last time we will see him in the Wolves senior team? Uh, not sure at the moment. Don't really know the extent uh, of the injury. Um, I'd imagine Nuno will offer an update 
on that today, uh, Friday. So um, yeah, we'll see. Um, but if you mean long term, though, I mean he'll be he'll be a Wolves player next season. Whether he's at the club at the start of the season or not, I'll be, be stunned if they sell him. I think yeah, I think they'll sell him. Candidate. But uh, as we say, I think you know a, a loan. Uh, yeah. I think it's becoming more of a possibility to you know as we go by really unless he does something drastic we'll see if your Swansea um, Swansea wish comes to comes yeah. to fruition next season um, Steve Wolf in Bristol goal difference and goals scored is going to be crucial need to make the most of the next few fixtures yeah yeah fair point yeah uh, return to the clean sheets would be nice as well They'd, before Spurs had got three in succession in the league and now Nuno always bases everything off off defence staying solid keeping a clean sheet so I think that's what they'll want first and foremost and get a few goals along the way uh, happy days James Marnie do you think the news today about Jorge Mendes will affect anything happening at Wolves do you want to just briefly explain what's happened today Joe uh, and, um, yeah and I mean just clarify you know there's no suggestion of any wrongdoing on, on Wolves' part but obviously it's it's something that um, will alert a, a few um, George Mendes being investigated for uh, alleged uh, uh, t- uh, money laundering, money laundering and, and tax evasion, um, reported in, in the Portuguese press. It's a part of a widespread investigation. Um, Porto, Braga, Sporting Lisbon, just a few of the clubs involved. It's it's quite a widespread thing and quite thorough, I'd imagine. Um, it'll it'll be one that will probably rumble on for a bit, but it'll just be interesting to see the outcome, as we say. Now direct links to Wolves, and you know they're they're not necessarily you know worried uh, about this at all. But it's just because of his Wolves ties. He, obviously, his, his agency just if you represents uh, Nuno, represents uh, Ruben Neves, Diogo Jota, uh, and many more uh, at Wolves as well. So uh, it's one to keep an eye on. At Wolves, Adam, what young player do you <coughs> excuse me? What young players uh, Wolves player you're most excited about? Not in the first team squad. And what young player do you think has not turned out how you expected and why? So I would say Dion Sanderson, um, who I thought has done pretty well um, at Cardiff so far. And, um, and MGW so far, we've obviously spoken quite a lot about him. And so you kind of know my reasons why. Joe? Um, I'm quite excited by Kilman. Um, mm. I know he had a bad game at it, it, but, you know, probably his worst game yet at Espanyol. But, you know, for a relative unknown, he's came in and by and large been very solid. Um, another one I quite like the look of whenever he's played is Oscar Burr. Um, yeah, yeah. Had the chance to speak to him at Molyneux at, uh, well at Compton this week. Uh, have a bit of a sit down and uh, lovely, lovely lad as well. Um, had to bide his time. Obviously made his debut in the Championship then had to wait a couple of years to get back in the reckoning. But he's got a new contract. Seems like he's you know going to be about for a bit for a bit yet and now now see something in him. So uh, fair play to the lad. Um... Andy Gorton, does Neto start of a Triori at the weekend, looking really strong? Uh, Triori seems to be struggling with the shoulder. Neto can go as a 10 and allow Jota to play up front at times. It's certainly an option, and Pedro Neto deserves so much credit for, for getting, forcing his way into the thinking in such a prominent role. Um, but I think if Triori's fit, he plays. Um, but Neto, if you're having him off the bench or you're having him off the start, he, he's, he's always been a good option, and I, I think he'll be, continue to be uh, just that. Uh, at Christus says, do you think Podence will see a fair amount of playing time here in the latter half of the season or likely next year that we see him somewhat regularly as he's been uh, had a full camp with Nuno in the summer? And if that's the case, could he end up like a Catroni fiasco? I don't think he'll end up like Catroni, but I do, I do think that he'll have to kind of he'll have to bide his time a bit more. Um, I think he's a more versatile player than Catroni was, and I think that will stand him in in good stead he can either play as a 10 like Neto has or he can play on the left he can play on the right he could even play in a front two as we as, as we saw in Espanyol 
Um, so I think there is scope for him to he'll have to bide his time a bit more because he's coming into a very successful team um, in a very successful uh, system that, that's you know it's going to be hard to force his way in but I think more so next season we'll start to see a lot more of him but um, I think he's, he's set up for a, a better Wolves career than Kutrani as, as I say because of that versatility he has Andy Hodge, um, send your question in next week. Apologies, haven't got time to answer that one. Dave Corbett as well, make sure you send your question in again. Last one uh, from Matty1235 says, Traore has three years left on his correct on his contract this summer. Um, Neves has three, Bolly has one, Jota has two. Do you see these players all signing new deals and Wolf spending big money on current players and maybe a little less in actual transfers? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, Bolly, yeah, that, that's one... That's one they'll obviously want to get done, and he seems pretty happy. And they, well, they all seem happy. Um, I think in terms of the summer, I think the one that you, I think we said it before that Jimenez, if anybody's going to come in and make a serious play for him, I think this this summer will be the time. And I think Wolsey's resolve probably will be tested uh, with Jimenez because he's he's twenty eight, he's scoring the goals for fun. Um, but. You know the general thinking. I, I think that most of them are going to be here for for, for one more year, if 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 not all of them. Um, but I think in the summer, you know, there naturally will be uh, attention and and interest, if not if not bids. Right, um, but first things first, we can look ahead to the future, but uh, we need to look to the present as well. It's the big game against Brighton at the weekend. Game Again, by game, it is game by game. Let's get three points. We spoke to Adi from um, Albion Raw, who gave us the lowdown on this big game. Well, I'm delighted to be joined by AD again from the Albion Raw. Thanks for joining us, AD. We last spoke uh, just before the 2-2 draw at your guys' place. Um, since then, only one win in the Premier League, and I guess that's why um, you know, you're in a, in a relegation battle. Yeah, I mean, the last time I spoke to you, there was... Uh, of positivity around at the time. Mm. Um, the performances were good. Um, we were not necessarily getting the results that the performances deserved, but we were creating chances in all of those games. And, uh, and it was okay, okay. And we thought, okay, uh, we're, all the time we're creating the chances, and obviously we're going to uh, turn the goals eventually. But it's got to the point now where we've left so many points on the pitch. Uh, we're you're performing okay, but those the, the points aren't coming, and we're, we're just missing so many chances. And now it, we're in, the game against uh, Crystal Palace at the weekend was was last season in microcosm, absolutely dominating the game and having clear cut chances that nine times out of ten you would expect your players to actually put in the back of the net, and it's just not happening for some reason. And now, whereas the, there, there was a, a a wave of optimism about the manager, the tide is turning and people are beginning to get very, very concerned because he's tinkering with the side every week. We've put the same side out twice this season and uh, there's no consistency in, 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 the, in the side or the performances. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like like you're saying, um, I think when we spoke last time, everybody was was loving Graham Potter in the way that, that that Brighton were playing a little bit better football to watch, and that maybe Chris Hewton had his time. And then you look at Brighton now, and it gets into the nitty gritty, and Glenn Murray starting again, and and it's a little bit, little bit back to back to the future, so to speak. It is a little bit, but I mean, the the, the fact is, we like I said earlier, we're, we're creating the chances and not taking them, so. 
what do you what do you do when you've got a proven goal scorer in Glenn who's not playing? You, you put him on the pitch in the hope that you're going to get those goals. I mean, I think mean, still he's only scored one Premier League goal this season. Um, it's just worrying. It is incredibly worrying because it's like the goals just aren't coming, and you can't. You know, you can play the sexiest, most beautiful, wonderful football in the world, but if you're not scoring goals, you're not going to win games. If you're not winning games, you're going to get relegated. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at I'm looking at your your upcoming games. I mean, Wolves away, Wolves away, Arsenal at home, Leicester away, Man United at home, and then you've got Norwich, and then and then and then Liverpool. I mean, goodness me, that it's not 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 the um, not the kindest of runs, is it? Well, no, but I mean, you know, we've we've played we had a run of games against the teams uh, in the bottom half of the table recently, and. Uh, the teams where you would hope to be getting your points and we haven't got any so maybe we roll reverse when the pressure's off a little bit more and we might get sure. I've been saying all season again we should have been Liverpool and Anfield so hopefully they're going to come we're, we can like uh, give them their second defeat of the season uh, like, uh, like what they did last weekend how do you um, and sorry apologies for people listening to this it's, it's not a great line but I know that the AD's, um he's, he's in a place where there's no reception whatsoever so uh, I think we can just about hear him so so thank I you very much be a yeah absolutely mate I think you'll need to be after after the next four or five games uh, how, how do you um, how do you approach or how do you feel Brighton will approach this game in, in the style of play I think it's going to be very much the same as it has been over the last well over the season I think Potter's got his uh, principles. He knows how he wants the game to be played, and and he's he's very firm in sticking to those principles. Um, the issues are with that we've got a very exciting young player in in uh, Alexis McAllister, who we've uh, ended his loan at Boca Juniors uh, to bring back over early. Um, we finally got his work permit issue sorted out, and and since he and since he signed for us last year he's uh, gone on to get full international caps for Argentina so he's a player we're very very excited about but he hasn't even been on the bench since we brought him back and it's, he, he's been playing he's, he's been playing for Boca he's been playing for Argentina he's been playing he was a man of the tournament in the uh, Olympic qualifying tournament recently um, so there's no issues there and we just we just want to see him now we want him to get out on the pitch because he does offer something different that that we haven't got and he knows where the goal is and uh, when <laughs> one thing we're not doing at the moment is scoring goals so so why why begs the question why, why is he not playing good question that's what we're asking <laughs> yeah so, I mean, you know even if he was on the bench on Saturday you know after Palace took the lead and, and heads went down a little bit and, and the, the crowd went down a little bit you know if he was on the bench it would give him it would have given even if he just started warming up, it gives the, it gives the whole place a lift, doesn't it? And uh, it's, you know, it, it's, something's got to give, something's got to change because I'm, I'm, I'm fed up of making these excuses. I did, I've, I've been speaking to like uh, player, people like you all season. I'm saying, yeah, performances are great, performances are great. We just got to, you know, you know, we've been absolutely dominating, 90% possession, all the chances. But we're not scoring goals. I'm not making those excuses anymore. Something's got to change. Sure. Um, so, so you say obviously he's tinkering with with side week to week. Can you uh, give an approximate or, or predicted formation and a, and a team for for the game? Uh, we need to score goals. We're going to go one eleven. <laughs> Excellent. One well, you need one twelve ten. men. You might need twelve men. That might help you. Twelve men. Yeah. Well, the crowd for twelve men. <laughs> 
Uh, we've had some success playing uh, uh, for uh, like a four-two-two-two. Yeah. Um, for a while, um, it, it, it'll, it'll change it regularly throughout the game, but it's got to the point where I don't think the players, I think the players are getting confused with the messages. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just we need a consistent style. We need to know what we're what they're doing, and we need a consistent side. So. Um, I don't know. We've probably three-five-two uh, or a variation of. Okay, cool. And um, and finally, Ad um, prediction for the game. It's uh, it's Wolverhampton Wanderers against Brighton. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> our record, our record of mine is pretty good. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. course mate well look um you know after after the weekend um i really do hope you stay up because i think it's a fantastic place uh fantastic stadium great people i uh, got a lot of friends in brighton and uh you know i hope uh, i wish you for the best for the rest of the season mate <laughs> no problem thanks for that cheers ad take care mate thank you right, cheers. Thanks, joe um again we said this on the analysis video afterwards but i do want to say it again um, look, Brighton will come to frustrate. They will come. It's not going to be a particularly fancy game. I don't think it will be a sexy game to watch. At the same time, the fans are going to be crucial in this one, isn't it? Because if this is nil nil with half an hour to go, they've had all the big games. You can get yourself up against Spurs. You can get yourself up against Olympiacos. All these special nights, Manchester City, Liverpool. But nil uh, nil against Brighton and, and maybe a, maybe a dour first half an hour. That's when you need the fans the most. Yeah, I mean, it'd be lovely, wouldn't it, for Wolves to get an early goal and lead at half time, but. They haven't necessarily, for how well they've done, they haven't never really uh, take the easy route, do they? So, um, you know, it may be a bit of a tetchy start. I mean, it was even that against Norwich, wasn't it, a few weeks ago, where, you know, Norwich came out and had a good first 15, but then Wolves ended up getting those uh, goals. So, yeah, you might have to kind of, you know, ride ride it out a little bit at times and just kind of, uh, you know, Grit your teeth, maybe, but I think you know, stay the course and uh, get behind the lads, and um, it'd be lovely to get you know a bit a big home win, as we say, another another statement as uh, as the answer to finish as high as as, as possible in this uh, Premier League table. Uh, that you know, it'd be amazing when it's get Champions League. If everybody's fit and ready to go, um, would you expect to see the same eleven that started against Spurs? Yeah, I think so. That I think so. Uh, I, I'm just. Struggling to see why not. I, I I do get the argument that three five two they look better in it, mm-hmm. but um, again, if you've got to get Traore in the team if he's available, and uh, he can have an off game. I don't think it was his best game against Spurs, but he was so instrumental in that second goal. Um, you know, he gets that barge, and most players are going down there. Ninety nine percent of players are going down, but he he, he picks himself up. He drive, drives at the defence. You know, feed, feeds it through to Jimenez. Jimenez gets it to Doherty. Doherty to Jota. There you go, two two. So um, I think he's got to play. And if and three four three, while it may nullify Jota's threat somewhat, I don't think he would necessarily struggled at Spurs. So um, if he can play the three four three, play it and uh, get at get at Brighton and because uh, they're there to be attacked. The 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 low down in the table for a reason. Prediction, please, Mr. Edwards. Three uh, one Wolves, I think. Oh, uh, hello. Um, I like that. I like that. I think Brighton. Uh, yeah, we have they have struggled for goals a little bit, but I think we saw more pie was 
was a bit busy at their place. Aaron Moy has had a bit of joy against Wolves in the past. Um, they've got some decent players going forward, but they're a bit streaky uh, as well. As where Wolves have got players bang at it in form going forward. Um, they'll like to keep it as tight as possible. They can see a Brighton goal, but you know Jimenez, Traore, Jota. If one of them can get a goal each, happy days. Joe, um, it's been a pleasure, mate. I'm going to say one nil um, uh, to one nil Wolves. Uh, I, mean, I think it's going to come late. I don't think it's going to be a classic game, but as long as I get the three points, that's the most important thing. Uh, you will be a married man next time we hear from you. You're going to be off the podcast for a couple of weeks. We've got a couple, couple of, of special, a couple of sp- uh, special guests coming in. Um, uh, we'll not, we'll not fill your shoes, Joe, but um, they will, they will come in, and we'll, we'll announce that next week uh, with, with who we're, we're in discussions at the moment with agents, negotiations, um, yeah, ne- negotiations uh, with Mr. Mendes Shout as well, obviously. Um, so we'll see how that works out. Uh, so Joe, you will not be at Olympiakos. No, um, you'll miss both both legs. I will not be at Olympiacos either uh, mm. next week um, because I am at Cheltenham, which I booked over a year ago, and I'm there for, for two of the days in the festival. So we will not be there at Olympiacos. However, there will be an Express and Star presence there. Of course. Um, and for the Brighton game, Mr. Matt May will be taking your your role. Um, yeah. So he's going to be there for the next few games or so, I think. Uh, is it four games he's going to be taking charge for? Four or five? Uh, five, including the Olympiacos games, yeah. And, and you'll be in Mexico, is it? Mexico. Mexico yes. for your honeymoon. Um, well done, mate. Well done. I hope everything goes according to plan. We're, we're there for the night, do. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to see your, your beautiful wife um, at the time. Lovely. Well, fingers crossed, everything's gone okay. And you know, she's still there. <laughs> Hasn't done a runner. If she has, I can be a replacement, mate. Do you know what I mean? I can have a shave. I can put some, some stockings on for you. Um, but yeah, I hope you have a great wedding. Great wedding. Have a relax. Have a break. Don't go on Twitter. Don't don't uh, don't tweet anything. Just chill out at least for a week. Get some cucumber on the eyes. Get some get some margaritas in the stomach, mate, and Ooh, come back yeah. refreshed because we love you very much. Oh, thank you very much. Love you too. Oh, I love that, mate. Love that. You said that before you even said that to the missus, mate. I like it. I like it. <laughs> right uh, from me, from Joe. Have a great weekend. We'll see you all against Brighton on Saturday. From us, take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye.